2: It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out to that Sprint, special guest line Sprint. They make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining the show now, he's on the board of directors for the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. He's also on the NBA Board of Governors. We welcome him back to The Big Show. He is Greg Miller. Greg, first and foremost, how are you? How are you and yours? Everybody doing all right?
3: Yes, we're doing great. We've been very fortunate. Everybody's uh, safe and healthy. Well, hey, we've got a lot to
2: uh, get to with you today, but uh, we'd uh, let's start off with, uh, of course, the unfortunate passing of Coach Sloan last week. Uh, curious to your thoughts and how you and your family are handling the news.
3: Well, it's uh, for me the the first words that came to mind when when I. Uh, heard of his passing was that it's hard to see warriors fall and he was always to me just like the epitome of toughness uh it seemed like nothing fazed him and and it was just hard it's hard to see so many uh great people from that generation falling and uh he'll be missed there's no question about it his his contribution to the Utah Jazz organization cannot be overstated
0: Greg, did you ever get a chance to see his, uh, his softer side? Because he was, he was that tough warrior you're talking about, but he was also kind of a, a big softy.
3: He was, and uh, I actually had a – the first time I saw that, it really set me back. And it came uh, in, the, in the months after uh, he lost his wife, Bobby. My wife, Heidi, who's who's a wonderful woman in her own right and quite a seamstress, uh, went and found a pattern where she found it. I don't know, but it was a pattern for some pajamas. And she she sewed Jerry some flannel John Deere pajamas <laughs> and gave them to him. And then uh, a couple weeks after she gave them to him, we ran into him at the at the arena and Heidi said, Hey, did they fit? And Jerry said, yeah, he was very gracious. And, you know, thank you for the pajamas. And, and then he just kind of stopped talking and started crying. And Heidi and I are looking at her, like looking at each other, like we upset him. And he just said, you know, I really miss Bobby. It's really hard for me to be without her. And, and it was really touching for me to see how soft and how emotional and real sincere he was in that moment. and, uh, it was It was a real insight for me into uh, how how genuine he is or was as a as a man.
2: Greg, can you talk about Jerry's relationship with your late father? It seems like there was a lot of mutual respect there, and they made quite a team.
3: yeah, I think they they uh, got along pretty well given the intense personalities that they both were and the, the intense environments that they earned their living in. And I'm personally not aware of any any arguments um, which I think is a real tribute to Jerry because uh, you know I put myself in his shoes and and think about some of the uh, situations my dad put him in publicly um, and how gracious Jerry was to to just roll with it and not retaliate, not lash out in any way, which is very professional and and so I, I think uh, they had a couple of chances to get sideways with each other in, in some of those heated moments of battle. But over the you know two and a half, three decades that they worked together, um, I think there was a, a, a very tight bond of unity and a lot of uh, mutual respect, as you said.
0: Greg, I know you're a great family man, and your family is very important to you. And you mentioned at the start uh, that your family is healthy and doing well. Uh, all of that said, and we all are concerned about the safety of our loved ones, how hungry for basketball are you?
3: <laughs> I think I'm probably with every other Utah Jazz fan out there. And, you know, what I would give to, to see our guys on the court and just, just get back to some competition. So, I'm ready. Greg Miller
2: is with us here on 975 in 1280 the Zone on on that note, we know that there's a board of governors meeting coming up on Friday with Commissioner Silver. Is there anything you can share with us as far as your thoughts going into that meeting?
3: Well, you know, I want to I want to obviously honor uh the league's request to, to you know, kind of let them take the lead on their messaging, but what I can share with you is that There's been a lot of work um, from all stakeholders, you know, the general managers of the teams, the owners of the teams, uh, the, the staff at the league office, and a lot of collaboration, a lot of research, a lot of vetting to try to determine what the most direct and the safest return to play scenarios might be and i spoke with the league office yesterday and they indicated that they they have a handful of those that they're going to be uh rolling out to the the owners on the call friday and then uh, i think from there there'll be a few days to kind of discuss it with with the jazz office you know the staff and and then we'll have a chance to return and, you know, give the league our feedback. And then my guess is, at some point, uh, a few days after that, there'll be an opportunity to vote, and and hopefully that'll that'll result in a, uh, you know, resumption
0: of play. I've been very impressed with the way the NBA has handled this, Greg. I don't know if you have an inside view of it, but. Uh, I trust the leadership here with the league. They seem to be uh, conservative, uh, responsible, moving forward in a manner that is easy to trust. And that's really important for NBA fans to get that feeling. And I think uh, the league deserves
3: it. Yeah, I agree. And the thing that's been so impressive to me is the league has always put the health and safety of the players and the fans at the top of their concern list. And, and when you think about how many dollars are at stake and that the league is, is willing to, and the, the other owners, quite frankly, are willing to put safety ahead of revenue, um, I think that says a lot about the culture and about the priorities of the league. And, and I'm with you. I've been very impressed with uh, how they've handled it.
0: It sounds like you're you're fairly optimistic uh, about uh, what might come next.
3: I am. I, I've thought all along that um, there's enough, uh, enough interest and enough at stake that we'd find a way to return to play at some point. Um, the thing that's been hard for all of us is all of the unknowns, and that's been the common thread through all of our calls, which we've been having every other week. And, and the, the, that common thread is that we'd, we'd love to be able to make decisions, but there's just so much we don't know, so much we're learning day-to-day, week-to-week, and we feel like we've got enough time to um, gather more, more data and more knowledge uh, before we make decisions, uh, and you know, we don't need to do it right this minute. Uh, we can shift the schedule around a little bit and create that little bubble of time we need to, to gather enough decision, enough information to make the right decision. And, and again, I, I think the league has been exemplary in, in how they've, they've paced themselves as they try tried to sort through this.
0: I was wondering how long it had been since you've been to Disney
3: World, Greg. <laughs> you know, interestingly, the last time I was there was when the All-Star game was in Orlando. So what was that, probably six or eight years ago? Yeah.
2: What's Adam Silver like uh, behind the scenes, Greg? He comes off so well in public as a smart guy, obviously. He's a really good communicator and and appears to be a really good leader. Is he that way behind the scenes uh, with the owners as
3: well? Yeah, absolutely. I think everything that the public sees with him in the media is the genuine Adam, but uh, having Having uh, worked with him in the capacity that I have, I can tell you that he's, he's very personable. Um, he's very interested in the well-being of the Utah Jazz. Um, as David was as well, David Stern, but I think Adam has demonstrated um, you know, deep support for the Jazz. One, one that comes to mind right now is, is um, when Steve Starks and Dennis Lindsay and I and Randy Rigby uh, lobbied to have the summer league reinstated, um, and we explained to Adam how important that was to our fans and to our community. Um, you know, he obviously gave us the green light to do it, and he didn't have to. And so he's just—he's concerned about the Jazz. He's concerned about, you know, he always asks how's the family, and it's—it's uh, it's, it's always nice uh, to hear that from him because I. I think I have enough perspective on what his workload is and what the demands are on him, and his attention, and his, you know, just his physical and emotional capacity that for him to do that is is uh, quite an honor. It's something I really appreciate.
0: I've told you this story before, Greg. You probably don't remember it, but uh, Jake. One time uh, we were over at the arena uh, on a game night, and I got in the elevator, and when I got on the elevator. Greg, and I believe, Greg, your wife was with you standing in the elevator and Adam Silver was in the elevator uh, and I said, and somebody else was in there as well and I said some smart-alecky thing like, oh, it's a good thing there's not anybody important on this (laughs) elevator right now. And we got down to the bottom, the doors opened and Adam Silver turned around and he said I'm Adam Silver, who are you? (laughs) Uh, he is a uh, sense a of humor,
2: too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Greg Miller is with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Greg, last time we had you on, which was just a couple of weeks ago, it's great to have you back so soon. But we were talking about the food drive. Today let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, a blood drive here at Vivint Smart Home Arena that the Miller Group of Companies is putting together.
3: Well, it's... Uh when I was on the show a few weeks ago, I mentioned we had some other stuff in the works, and, and this is it. And we've had uh, remarkable support from various stakeholders in the medical and scientific community uh, to really kind of unify around this effort uh, to support uh, our, our organization in uh, trying to gather blood uh, as we get into the, the summer months, and I guess there's a lot more accidents and a lot more blood needed. And so our our goal is uh, to the, the last number I heard was between 900 and 1,000 units of blood that we were trying to gather. And um, through this process, I learned that each unit of blood uh, can help three people. So, um, so that, I thought that was kind of a cool effect of this. But we're going to be uh, doing it uh, from June 1st through the the third, and. Um, the hours I believe are going to be 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and uh, you can schedule an appointment by going to redcross.org. And uh, there's there's uh, what, what do you guys call it in this industry? Just neat little prizes uh, if if people are willing to come and donate blood. There'll be uh, uh, discounts at the at the team store. Um, Uh, movie passes to uh, Megaplex and other things like that 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 make it well worth the effort to come and and donate blood to those who are going to need it this summer.
2: Greg, the word bribes feels a little strong, <laughs> but maybe incentives. How about we incentives We think incentive is more
3: appropriate, yeah. <laughs>
2: or a reward. That, that's that got positive uh, connotations to it, a, a yeah. reward. Again, redcrossblood.org, redcrossblood.org, uh, 1,000 available appointments. Sorry, Gordon, I just wanted to make sure we got that out there.
0: If I understand it right, uh, Greg, it must be 16 years of age or older. Is that correct? Uh, with parental consent. And, yeah, uh, and donors must be they must be 110 pounds and in generally good health. Am I understanding that properly?
3: Yep. Thanks for keeping me straight on that. I, uh, I'm glad you mentioned
0: that. And as far as the you know the concerns about COVID 19 and whatnot, I understand that uh, it's going to be done very responsibly and carefully, and uh, with antiseptic and all the all the the proper uh,
3: regulations followed. Yeah, correct? all of the. All of the uh, traditional best practices will be implemented. Um, People will be screened uh, on their way in. They'll be asked a series of questions. And, of course, if anyone is experiencing any symptoms, we'd invite them uh, to stay home. But if they're feeling good and they they think they're in a position to donate, come on in. Uh, We'll take the blood. And then, of course, uh, as it's been explained to me, all of the blood that's donated will be screened to make sure that there's no risk to any of the recipients that, that may receive that blood.
2: All right, again, uh, to get an appointment, and there are a 1,000 available, which is so cool, uh, redcrossblood.org, use sponsor code LHM, redcrossblood.org, sponsor code LHM. And, Greg, we we love it when you have a chance to drop by the show. And, hey, uh, if you get any news out of the meeting on Friday, you know who to uh, let us know.
3: All right, you'll be my first call.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Greg. We really appreciate it. Seriously, congratulations on this great, on the the blood drive, and thanks so much for sharing your thoughts on on Coach Sloan. We really appreciate it.
3: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's always nice to be with you guys.
2: Always a pleasure to have Greg Miller on the show. Of course, member of the Board of Directors for Larry H. Miller Group of Companies and a a member of the Board of Governors for the NBA.
0: I love this stuff. I I love this kind of community involvement and helping – Helping the greater good by giving folks an opportunity, whether it's the food drive or the blood drive, whatever. Who knows what else they might come up with?
2: Right. Yeah. And and kind of uh, pointing some of the resources from the Larry H. Miller group of companies in the in a positive direction. You know, if uh, if you can put together some uh, discounts to the team store and some free popcorn from the Megaplex, just to give folks a thank you for doing some good, maybe incentivize. Uh, people to come down and do it i mean i i I think it's just terrific and so happy you could come on and and tell us about it and and um uh, the food drive as well gordon Uh, i i can't remember how many how many tons of food did they get for the food drive austin do you remember i thought it was close to three was it Mm -hmm. i'd have to check the stats we could double check but i mean how how cool is that and and he's right going into summer uh, and we, you know, we deal with A R U P blood services a lot, Gordon. You know, going into summer, we know what the demand looks like. And think about it this way: if people are not going to fly as much this summer, there might be more driving. Those types of uh, of vacations, which which would increase the demand even more. So, really cool that they're doing this.
0: That was kind of macabre.
3: Oh,
2: is that macabre? I'm just saying that we're talking about the need for blood uh, being high. That's not a. That's not a positive conversation. <laughs> it's, okay. a, it's a reality, but it's not a real uplifter. I get it. Yeah, uh, It's grounded, right, Austin? <laughs> uh, yes,
1: it's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, based in reality, I believe. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll
0: tell you one thing. Uh, it would be, I don't know if fun is the word, but it certainly would be interesting to be a part of the governorship of the league, wouldn't it? I mean, Greg uh, has that opportunity and has done for quite some time to be involved in the process and the decision-making that goes on with the league. I, I, I think that would be, you know, I'm not all about power. You know me. I'm kind of a humble guy. I don't really get into that stuff. But but I think that would be really kind of fun to to have a voice, you know, to give your opinion about what you think. And I'm sure Greg will represent what the jazz collective is, and, and I think that's kind of cool.
2: You know, having a voice or or being able to weigh in would be awesome. I agree, but I'd I'd even just want to be on the call. How, how just cool? Listen in, just huh? just listen in. How cool would it be just to listen? I mean, think of, I mean, think of the 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 clout of NBA owners. You know, some of the most uh, you know rich and powerful people. In the entire country, that have to get together in a meeting and get on the same page about major issues. I mean, there's got to be, right? I mean, wouldn't you uh, let's think of, wouldn't you pay uh, good money to see Steve Ballmer argue with Mark Cuban?
0: (laughs) Well, that that wasn't exactly what I had in mind, but uh, I come to think of it,
2: yeah. See those two guys go toe to toe over uh, over some sort of issue or another.
0: Well, you said that uh, just listening in would be interesting, but I think one of the one of the real uh what's the word? talents or skills of Adam Silver is he knows how to listen, you know? He knows how he'll probably he'll probably he's probably listening to all all the representatives, you know, and that that's a really strong leadership
2: quality, I believe. Talk about managing egos. I mean, being a commissioner of a of a major sports franchise in these United States of America has got to be the ultimate test in managing egos, no? Are Are you suggesting that Greg has a big ego? No, no, not Greg, but uh, maybe some (laughs) other some other members uh, of that particular club.
0: Well, I imagine when Greg first got involved in the thing, you know, he was a younger guy and whatnot. But he's been around. He's been around a long time now. So I imagine he. I would hope that he would feel confident to speak up, speak his mind, and I'm sure he does, uh, for the very, very reason that you just said, Jake. We're talking about a lot of strong-minded people who are involved in that governorship.
2: I'd like to hear uh, uh, Mikhail Prokhorov scream at James Dolan in Russian. (laughs) He wouldn't pay good money for that, right?
0: (laughs) And then James Dolan would probably start break out
2: in song. Well, yeah, he is. He does have his own band, right? Yeah, There'd be a kazoo yes. in there for sure, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well,
0: I wonder I wonder that would be very interesting to compare the various reps and owners uh around the league and see who who is very vocal, who is quiet, who, you know, what what are the characteristics of all these successful people i think that'd be an interesting human
2: study fascinating to to whose voice is the loudest in the room on what particular topics
0: well you know how some people some people like to talk a lot and other people don't talk that much but when they do talk everyone sorts of the ef hutton thing everyone stops and listens to what they have to say and uh, i remember a story larry told he was at one of the uh, league meetings and he said that mark cuban was popping off this was way back when mark was a relative neophyte and he was popping up off, off left and right one of the owners i think it was bill davidson or one of the guys he turned and said something said one sentence that put cuban in his place and larry said he just sat there and chuckled <laughs> but mark i think don't you think he's grown up as an owner he he seems a lot more. He seems like a pretty smart. I think he's matured a little bit as the years have gone on. Uh, in those early years, he probably came in all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and thought he was had all the 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 the, the great new ideas. But uh, that'd be a fairly challenging room, I think, to persuade or get them to lean in a direction they weren't leaning in earlier.
2: You know, I, I I agree with you about Cuban. It seems like he has matured a little bit, but I think he was a pretty great owner from the start. I know he was a bit of a cartoon character there for a minute, but his whole thing was putting his, his players in a position to, to win, to get the best out of themselves, made Dallas – uh, a destination of a franchise as opposed to a laughing stock. I know you loved Roy Tarpley, but it's not like the Maver- uh, the Mavericks were any good really before he got there. And he's remember a Major League Baseball told him no, he wanted to buy what the, uh, yeah. the Rangers, and they they wouldn't let him in. And it's like, oh man, he's he's one of the great ownership success stories as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I know his president, uh, team president, had some issues a couple of years ago, and that's really not good. But I think for the most part. Uh, He's been a really terrific uh, 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 representative of the NBA and advocate for his team and players. He's been great.
0: I imagine, uh, and I don't know this for a fact, I haven't gone around and asked the various owners, but I imagine even in that uh, fast crowd, that the mention of Gail Miller's name probably carries a lot of weight.
2: I would think so. Yeah, well the yeah, the, the Miller a lot of respect there I think. The Miller family name in, in general. Yeah. I, I yeah. I'm i I'm, sh- I'm certain of that actually. All right. We'll have uh, more big show coming up straight ahead. Big thanks to Greg Miller for jumping on with us today. We really appreciate it. We'll get that interview up online at 1280thezone.com. Stay tuned. More big show 975 and 1280 the zone.
1: I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Ooh, me them. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it?
2: Big Show 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone. Welcome on back time for sounds of various clips, otherwise known otherwise known as drop of the day. Gordon and uh, okay. we we all love a, a good teleprompter flub, don't we? Uh, sure we do. Yeah, didn't didn't uh, somebody Well, here have is a, a good teleprompter flub from Dick Stockton on the visa halftime
1: report kurt terry howie michael and tony look on graphic for the final two bullet points well sometimes young offensive tackle right there look on graphic for the final two bullet points look (laughs) on graphic for the final two bullet points (laughs) that's funny Come on. That is a halftime report. Kurt Terry, Howie, Michael, and Tony look on graphic for the final two bullet
2: points. Whatever you put on that teleprompter. Dick will read. Look for graphic for final two bullet points. Reminds me of the one we had a few weeks ago with our friend Ron Bird. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's one of my favorites as, as well. The end of the Catholic Church and then uh, rereads that. Cry. Oh, we just had that one. Oh, that's funny. Hey, I've had my my instances where I've read things put in front of me that uh, um, I probably shouldn't have read. How about that? Uh, just yesterday when we were talking about uh, Greg Winslow. Yes. Yeah, it,
1: that, that, Pope Benedict will give up his position at the end of the Catholic Church on uh, February 28th. Uh, the Vatican says that he's resigning because of advanced age.
2: The end of the Catholic Church, Gordon, it's over. They had a <laughs> all, good run.
0: All
1: done. They <laughs> did have a good
0: they run. They had a
2: good run. You know, a couple thousand years. Didn't quite good. make it all yeah. the way,
1: but boy got about as close as one could kudos Mm. kudos very very would would that make the catholic church the 97 and 98 utah jazz got to got right there a couple times Mm. just didn't quite make it not over the hump the last dance
2: but uh yeah i don't i don't know gordon you Mm. have have you had any teleprompter flubs
0: uh when i used to do tv i we they we (laughs) they had uh uh, they had four of us on there and we would, uh, we would, it, it was an hour long sports show and the guys would, uh, read the news. And then a couple of us would, uh, would give our opinion about the news. And at the end they had each of us give a, uh, like a minute long editorial, some sort of commentary. And, uh, they wanted us to print it out on the, on the, uh, teleprompter and i i was i was okay and uh, not great not uh not horrible but just sort of average <laughs> we uh that was about yeah that but, was but, 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 but I never Completely. i never i never had a, a moment where i read something i should not is it hard to be perfect i didn't say i was perfect i said i was average <laughs>
2: Uh, we had a uh, we had a, a coworker once, Gordon. You and I did, uh, and he was in his twenties at the time. Uh, but he did he was not aware that, say, cable news blowhards that are are uh, giving their opinion. He was not aware that that was all scripted and off the teleprompter. And I'm telling you what, it blew his mind. In fact, he went from consuming as much of that material as he could to consuming none of it. <laughs>
0: Why he wanted it to be organic, totally off
2: the top of the head? I guess. I guess that it was mm. what he was looking for. I was like, you know, those guys uh, uh, teleprompt that stuff all out, and he's like, wait, what? I was like, that, yeah, yeah. They they write that all out. That's 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 on the teleprompter. You're kidding me. He One lost of all
0: the it. initials of said person. No, oh, I'm not going to do that. Look on graphic for the final two bullet points. <laughs> Yeah, Dick Sockton's only been doing well, that for about
1: 5,000 years. <laughs> the mean, guy's a legend. Do you think he knew he did it? Because just, there's just
2: silence. Probably not. Until
1: the analyst is finally like, uh, well, uh, this game is great,
2: Dick. Uh <laughs> Again, I've done that where you put it in autopilot and read something you shouldn't. Yep, it, I've been there.
1: Because Dick Stockton just reads final two bullet points right. in that TV well, voice, and then there's nothing. He doesn't he, say, oh, that was whoops. silly of me. Yeah, no, he's Nothing.
2: Kind of like Ron Burgundy in the movie when he says, whatever, San Diego, you know, <laughs> and he doesn't know. Remember, the cameras turn off, and he's like, great show, everyone. Great show. Really I thought, well done. Really thought, we, really thought we did well on that Boy, one. that one felt great. And yes. everybody's just looking
1: at him like- <laughs> Graphic for the final two bullet points.
2: I'm Dick Stockton. <laughs> yeah, great nothing. game. I'm with you, Austin. I don't think he even knew that he did it. Oh, I think he just, okay, the, the
1: analyst is just like, uh, well, uh, okay. well sometimes
2: young offensive tackle <laughs> just moves on. I think when they went to break or, or finish, you know, Dick was like, great broadcast. Boy, everyone. I'm good at this Boy, job. We really nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free, that Bob Costas average. is a hack. Uh, brother. Oh, man,
1: he looks so, uh, on graphic for the final two bullet points. Yep, job well done.
0: Uh, anything about anything about a bulging disc in there? Oh
2: man, that was that was.
1: I had oh, that r- brings up a good question. I've never thought of. Did you accidentally type? Because you read you read those reports,
2: yeah, yeah those no, live no, 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 no. had you typed the wrong word. No, it was typed. It was spelled correctly it with the S in
1: there and spelled correctly. The <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Why would he misspell
0: that?
2: Well, why? Did, got, why oh, would he read got, it
0: wrong? That's got career ender <laughs> written all over it.
2: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, oh, no, oh, it was man. spelled D I S K on the on the sheet.
0: Yeah, kind of like Disk Stockton.
2: By the way, did you know that Dick Stockton was uh, married to Leslie? He
0: just he just went right over there. I heard you. you. I heard Dick yeah, Stockton. Yeah, Leslie Visser. Yeah, they were married, but were they really? I don't know.
2: Wait, is that a controversy? I had no idea that they were even married. Is there like a like an urban legend involved in this?
0: Might have been. I don't know. I don't want to spread rumors. I
2: Wait, they, they, yeah. they were like... Jason Kidd got involved, or is that a different story? Wow, that you? was Tony uh, Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why would, they, why would they pretend to be married? No, they were married.
1: But I,
0: I never mind. I'm sorry I brought it up. Wow. is just, just a story I heard, I don't know. Are you related to one of them? No.
2: Were you involved? No. Does Juice Newton know? <laughs> this, I, well, we don't know what you're talking about. Dick Stockton is as old as a redwood.
0: Wow. But he was married to that Leslie. Mean, and Leslie Visser uh, Oh, whatever whatever. Let's change the subject. <laughs> hey, do you guys see that Tom Brady's stretch Cadillac Escalade is up for sale? <laughs> no. no. It's it's it it was originally bought for three hundred and fifty grand and you can get it at a discounted price three hundred grand or best offer. Or best offer. Isn't
2: that, isn't that what you write on something that you are basically just giving away? Like you <laughs> you like push the wreck of a car down to the corner and put a sign on there that says like 25 bucks or best offer?
0: Look at this thing. Austin, Google that, will you? Tom Brady stretch I've, Cadillac Escalade I can't. I'm reading sale.
1: Leslie Visser and Dick Stockton uh, rumors <laughs> and, and tripe. Are you they met at the sixth game of the 75 World Series. Where, as you yeah. know, Dick Stockton called Carlton Fisk's iconic home run. That's Fisk, just like Disc. <laughs> but That's since good. 2011, she's been married to businessman and former Harvard basketball captain, Bob Knuth. Uh, Bobby,
2: wow. so what's, what's so scandalous about this whole thing?
1: And Dick Stockton know. has been remarried since to a woman whose last name is Drinkwater. Hmm. Jamie Drinkwater. Sorry, what, what stretch limo? What am I looking up This is a beautiful piece of machinery here.
0: Check that out, Austin. You something you might, you'd might you love to have for your family would be perfect.
1: You think Austin grand? has 300 grand <laughs> to you know. the
2: spend on a car? Who has 300 grand to spend on a car? That
1: is a ridiculous, well, Brady, ridiculous vehicle.
2: It? Look at the inside that of that is Why? Why do you
1: need this? Why do you need this? Uh, For vanity uh, well, is why you need I, I imagine Am I right?
0: Do you think he drives that or do you think he's got a driver? When's the last time I mean, you he... think
1: he drove a car, really? <laughs> he hopefully drives the car better than he drives a golf ball. Ooh, hey. oh. All right, hey But seriously, on... why Leslie Vassar? Why is that controversial?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to find out about this at some point.
0: All right, I'll, I'll tell you off the air. I just heard a story or two beats me i don't know uh, off the
2: air i know off the air this sounds like he was involved uh-huh
0: no i wasn't he was sounds like it Tom <laughs> am brady's strict limo wow. especially the way he's changing the subject <laughs> look at this limo hey,
2: this might be a gordon story i might believe coming up in the break <laughs> stay tuned uh we'll get to the not sports coming up next 97.5 and 1280 the zone Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the zone. We had a partner profile at 450. Uh, so we bumped back the Not Sports Report just an hour. Uh, put it right here in the five o'clock hour. Uh, Not Sports Report brought to you by the LHM used car supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online at LHM used cars.com. Gordon, where are we going today?
0: We are going to. Hold on a second. We are going to Massachusetts.
1: All right. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Nothing about this song? Oh man, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that'd be like skipping Christmas. You know, there's traditions you can't just gloss over.
0: Yeah, this is one of the songs that uh, my lovely bride Lisa and I fell
1: in love to. Oh, that's not the story I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, just kidding?
2: Kidding. I'm just kidding. So I was going to say, what story did you think it was? <laughs> <I'm>
1: just <kidding. laughs> I thought it had something to I do don't with know. Uh, Leslie Vesser. But I don't know, uh, I, I don't know
0: what you were getting at there, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I've told you any stories of such kind.
1: Uh, some things just go unspoken. I don't know.
2: Hmm. All right, so I'm teasing. Brings back good memories for Gordon. That's good. Is that memories
1: way? of like uh, parking lots where one proposes or romantic yeah. moments like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, we had plenty.
2: Uh, we're going to Massachusetts. Still,
0: still, I don't want to put that in the past tense. I want that absolutely clear. My wife is one of the wonders of the world. All right. Uh, we're going to Massachusetts. Easton, to be specific. You know, I know a lot of people are out there and uh, folks have fought the COVID-19 situation. And uh, I, I generally don't like to talk about it too much other than how it's related to sports on this show. But I I have a feel-good story here. All right. right. Uh, And and it's been very difficult for a lot of people. I understand that. Uh, I'm not trying to make light of anything. But a woman, a grandma uh, by the name of Jenny, how would you pronounce this? S-T-E-J-N-A. It's a Polish name.
1: Stetsna, I believe, but I could it, be wrong. Really?
0: Uh, no, anyway, no, I don't know. She is 103 years old, and she just fought off about with the coronavirus. 103 years old, and this woman found a way to fight her way through it. She tested positive, she's at a nursing home. Uh, and, uh, they, they separated her from the rest of the residents and she, she found a way through it and good for her. And you know what they gave her as, uh, uh, before I get to that, uh, said that somebody asked her, um, whether she was ready to go to heaven, you know what her answer was?
3: Hmm.
0: Hell Yes. Uh, it's stania by the way stania yeah good for her stania uh stania uh jenny stania so she at first she said uh hell yes she was ready to go but she fought it off and what did she get to celebrate her victory an ice cold bud light
2: wow good for her it's Coach Sloan's preference, yeah, it right? was yeah. Coach Sloan's uh, preference. Nice nice woman. And there's
0: a picture Bud of light. her, and this is a lady, I mean, it sounds to me like she would have been a pleasure to know. I mean, and still is. I mean, she she she's a little bit uh, less aware of everything that's going on right now, but uh, God bless people like that. I think that's a cool story. Jenny Stania, this one's for you, man.
2: This bud's for you. This Bud Light is for you. Wasn't that their tagline for a while? Is that still Something their like that. their tagline? This bud's for you. I have no idea. I, I think that's great. Celebrate with a with a, a beer and uh, I'm sure that beer tastes extra good as uh, it comes with a little life appreciation. No doubt about it.
0: Her husband's been gone for nearly thirty years, uh, and they but they were married for fifty four years, and she's an avid bingo player,
2: Jake. Well, who doesn't like bingo, Gordon? <laughs> I don't know. Do you like bingo? Who doesn't like bingo? I reiterate that. Everybody likes bingo. Have you been to an official
1: bingo parlor, like, a, like one of those big, <laughs> no. giant uh, municipal buildings? No. no They're doing got... drive-up uh, versions in San Antonio starting next week. Hmm. You wow. just sit in your car and uh, listen to the radio. Do you is, ever...
0: there a, is there a skill to bingo, or is it just uh, luck of the draw?
2: Well, I think the skill is have as many cards as you possibly can. Isn't that the skill, right? Yes, and listen, as they <laughs> call the numbers. It, have you ever played bingo with like, a, like an event? Uh, you could do it with sports. You can do it with whatever. We did it with um, the presidential debates of 2016. <laughs> really? Yeah, we did. It was It was incredibly fun. Where you have like uh, yeah. like catchphrases you know that are going to be said, and you put them into squares. And yeah. so when those are said, you put your piece onto the onto the square. That's the
1: only way I, way I ever paid attention to general conference as a kid was
2: oh, brilliant general
1: conference bingo. General yeah.
2: conference bingo. That's brilliant.
1: Object lesson. Boom. Childhood story. Boom. Yep. Funny joke. Boom. It yeah. keeps
2: you dialed in. It's that competitive spirit that keeps you uh, dialed into the important stuff, right? Which is what it's all about. Beating everyone else. Paying (laughs) attention so that you could beat everybody else. Yep. Did
0: you ever listen to what was being said, Austin? Uh, Sorry, what'd you say? Did you ever. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should do that one show The Big Show Bingo.
1: I'm sure there's people out there
0: that play it every day. And, and when we say certain things, you know, you, you fill the square. There, there's
1: another Chester moment. Yeah, <laughs> That ought to just be the free space in the middle every day. No, and then give away a nice prize. I, I think I'm on to something here. Anything in Gordon's pockets on the line today?
0: No, I mean, if, if we say, you know, uh, you know, Chester, or if we say Jazz, or if we say, uh, "Ain't no you know, good guys," say, "Ain't no
1: bad guys," The radio's not linear. <laughs> yeah, Anytime you do... tell a fib, <laughs> I mean a story, well, don't don't count on that
2: because that didn't happen. So you're putting up a thousand dollars a day. Is that what we're doing? Not a thousand, but we can come up with some prize. <laughs> no, no, we you you're coming. This is your idea. What's what's the prize? Ultimately, uh, the winner of winners, get your car.
1: I, go think, in there, go. I think an object from your office a day. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> Just we give away in, random junk.
0: can we go into the prize closet and pull something out? Have prize you seen closet? a prize closet yeah. in 27 years? <laughs> yes. We used to go out on a road Oh, yeah, the time, time you stole the,
2: time. all the gear from the prize closet. I forget. Oh, to.
0: <laughs> That's not how that happened.
2: We actually, oh, at know. the old Simmons Media, used to have a prize closet but uh that's that's been a while now
1: i never went to it (laughs) ir irus on twitter says uh, back in my church going days in the singles ward we played fast and testimony meeting bingo that's hilarious i bet i kept them dialed in oh and then those singles wards the fast and testimony meetings they get rich
2: well well uh if there were a particular heartfelt moment but somebody won wouldn't that be funny (laughs)
1: Yes, bingo. <laughs> I mean, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah.
2: Uh, that would be funny. That would be that, that kind of that uh, that guy who's listening to the big game in church. Cheers. Or, it's completely inappropriate. Touchdown! Yeah. All right. I mean, high five oh. High Sister Jones. Hail Mary. Uh, no, really, Hail Mary. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next, we will have more Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280
1: The Zone.
2: Wrapping up a Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a a Wednesday that feels like a Tuesday, Gordon. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: see, that's one of the benefits. Of having Monday off, having the short week,
2: yeah, we're yeah. we're already on the downhill slide. How about that? Exactly. So it
0: pays off at the beginning of the week, and it pays off at the end of the week if you work for the weekend.
2: And it's been a, it's been a fun show today. Chris Mannix uh, jumped on with us today. Usually joins us on Monday uh, Mondays, but because of the holiday, came on today. He was very good. That's up at twelve eighty thezonecom And uh, Greg Miller was on the show, and I thought Greg was great. Uh, That interview is up uh, online as well. Greg shared some memories uh, of Jerry Sloan, talked to us about the the governor's meeting coming up on Friday, and uh, the big blood drive. So it's been quite the show today.
0: Yeah, that's a really nice cause. I love that kind of thing. We've had a lot of fun. And we spread rumors, and we argued over stupid things again. uh, It was bliss.
2: Whatever an anti-gravity tube is. Gordon made that up. (laughs)
0: Well, I found out that the tube was up in an airplane, but, it, you know, still a tube. No,
2: you're claiming the tube was the airplane, and no, that's not a tube, that's an airplane. Well, yeah, but it's shaped And like it's not at NASA. It's in the sky.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's owned by NASA, isn't it? but not a facility on the ground at NASA in a chamber. Oh,
2: yeah, and didn't they, did they say it was like some company called uh, Rocket Rides or something?
1: <laughs> no, the, it's referred to as a, a vomit comet. comet. Vomit that's not a yeah, name of I
2: see. That's not the name of the company. <laughs> not sure that would sell a lot of tickets. No.
1: <laughs> hey, kids,
0: like, up aboard the vomit comet. It's like 5000 bucks. Get on that thing.
2: All right, Gordo. Well, you enjoy your evening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. All right. Look forward to it, man. Everyone stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.